Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to We Talk Back Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you dreamers and chasers. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tam? Y'all, this is Insomnia Long. That's my name today. Insomnia Long. I'm not Tam Bam because I'm motherfucking sleepy. I did not sleep all night. Like, not a wink. Not a wink of sleep. Why? You got a baby? This show is dedicated to you niggas and hoes today because that's how I'm feeling. Hmm? Why you ain't sleep? My mind just would not shut off. I did everything that puts me to sleep. I... I masturbated like 
three times. <laughs> I closed my eyes and thought about Drake. I I got up and did like some exercise. I got up and read. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. I stayed up all night. And before I knew it, so I started to doze off like four. And then I hear Bella crying. So I get up to see what's wrong. She does shit up her cage. Like I'm talking about disgusting shit. And her paws are all dirty. So now I got to clean her up. Clean the cage out, clean the bathroom floor, because now the bathroom floor has poop on it. So now I have to mop. So finally, I get back in the bed. I'm still laying there with my mind on whatever. It just won't. I think I masturbated again after that. It's, Yo, it just didn't. Nothing the shitty hands, shitty gloves. No, I, I'm cleaned <laughs> up by now. Obviously, I didn't go back to bed with shit anywhere. Silly. And then six o'clock, she did it again. Six a.m., she did it again. She pooped up again. So, and then it was time to get ready for work. So, are you I'm taking, on are you drinking like uh, energy drinks and stuff like that? Or too much coffee during the day? Because that'll do it to you. No. So, um, typically, I just have one cup of mushroom coffee in the morning. That's what I've been having all year. And it, it hasn't done that to me. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, girl. Try meditation. I use this app called Syncuition. I think I've mentioned it here on We Talk Back before. But y'all, if y'all got problems sleeping and shit like that, or just trying to get into meditation, that shit works. Like for real, for real. But sometimes it might sound like somebody night. walking in your house, though. The sounds. <laughs> I tried brown noise. I tried a meditation on YouTube. I tried everything last night. I just could not sleep. It was, my sleep hygiene is really bad ever since I got back from LA. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, know man. Well, aside from that, how was your weekend, huh. child? My weekend was okay. I um, my MS was fl- flaring a little bit this weekend. It was that's a conversation for another episode. Uh, Saturday night, I saw one of my friends message me, and she was like, "Hey, um, I have to take my client. I'm trying to secure this client, and his plus one isn't coming. Would you like to come with us to see Cat Williams?" So I went with them to see Cat Williams over the weekend, and he was fucking hilarious. He was so good. Tori Hart, she did okay. She, you know that joke at the end that's supposed to be that big ha-ha? It bombed real bad. I mean, it did. she'll get better. Yeah, as she go. But she had some funny moments. I mean, all her comedy was about him, but that's fair because all his comedy was about her and the kids at one point. So I'm not mad at that. But it was a really good show. If Cat Williams is coming your way, y'all should go see him. He's really funny. And he did not talk about nobody. I mean, he did talk about people, but not the people that we thought he was going to talk about. Did he talk so about Kevin Hart? <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't talk about like any comedians. Politicians None. and shit. None. Talk about the election. Y'all gotta go see it. I'm gonna tell you. I don't want to. He always talk about uh, politics. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. He definitely talked about politics, and he talked about you know being in this world, and now is the time where you literally could be anything you want to be. Like it's the best time to be alive. And then he literally put a video of a kid. I didn't laugh at this part. I what my soul wanted to, but I just stared in the sky. (laughs) Of a kid, a blind kid playing football. He's like, y'all, we living in a time where you can do whatever you want. And this poor baby was just running all over the field, wrong directions <laughs> and shit. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. He What'd ain't shit for that. <laughs> yeah, he ain't. This weekend was uh, uh, St. Jude Hospital annual 
celebration of hope. So I joined everybody down in Memphis, Tennessee, the most filthiest city in America. <laughs> Sorry, Memphis. Oh, I just want to know where is the suburbs? Where is the nice areas? And of course, I did not take none of them tours this time. Actually, I did tour the campus, the actual hospital campus, which is really nice. Um, but it was a good time. We got to try to find some type of way to implement some of their initiatives in the show, possibly. And, you know, the sneaker ball that they had last year was super crunk this year, child. They had Dougie Fresh, Tweet performed, um, Eric Benet performed. Oh, it was lit. And that dude. It looked uh, like a good time. It looked yeah, it like a good time. time. I wanted to be there. They had like a little 70s party on Friday night. But aside from all the fun stuff, the, the kids that they had come speak, you know, I'm going to tell y'all, I was tired of crying. <laughs> you did that cry? Shit, yes. Th- this year they had like little boxes of St. Jude Hospital and napkins on your table just because they know they're going to make your ass cry all fucking weekend. But... Mm-hmm. um. You know, the research that the hospital is doing, it's, it's, it's a good thing. I have my reservations about some stuff, but for the most part, cancer exists, and we need people around the clock trying to figure out all these different diseases, man, so you can cure kids at least, you know? All these kids seem like they'd be I 100 agree. years old. Like they, The way they talk, you would think they're way older than they actually are. It's crazy. Well, maybe their soul is older. That's what I be thinking. I feel like that that is the spiritual side of of that thing. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they might be older spirits. Yep. So you guys, it is the first day of Black History Month. And you know, every year we're gonna do a baddie who talks back to celebrate our female black history. And I, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, who should we start this year off with? And who did who better? The Coretta Scott King. Since everybody want a Coretta, I need y'all to know some of the things about her. You know, why she was so special. She wasn't just Martin Luther King's wife. She had accolades and things that she did on her own. She took an early stand on the Vietnam War just after Dr. King was killed. So weeks after he was killed, she was doing a speech about an, an unpopular opinion at the time. So she was by herself saying that this war is wrong and calling on Lyndon B. Johnson to bring the troops home. So she was out there doing a speech only weeks after uh, Martin Luther King had been murdered. Uh, she also is the reason why there's an MLK Day altogether. Uh, she started the King Center. And she called for nationwide celebrations in support of Martin Luther King. And states began to pass their bills, making King's birthday a national holiday. And it took a year because John Conyers and Edwards Brooks from Massachusetts, Republicans, they introduced a bill to honor him, but it wasn't recognized until she started calling on all the states to start recognizing her husband, period. So that's so how we got Republicans did King. that? Interesting. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> She went on to uh, meet with Winnie Mandela after Nelson Mandela was in prison. She went to uh, share love with that woman in Soweto and later describes it as one of the greatest meaningful moments of her life. And she took a stand on people living with HIV and AIDS in the LGBT community long, long before many others. So she was definitely one of the first advocates for LGBTQ and HIV and AIDS uh, survivors or people living with that so she has done many many things coretta scott king we salute you 
You are a baddie who talks back. Ew. Happy uh, Black History Month, I guess. <laughs> you guess? Why you guess? You know, it's all it's year round for me, child. But you know, right? This is, this is our time, February. Um, let me drop this Eminem before we get into stupid internet news, it's messy, uh, okay. messy meme. So, uh, this is from Twitter. I found this tweet. Mm-hmm. This girl says, "A nigga in a Nike suit and some Air Maxes ain't never asked me what do you bring to the table." That's a brunch boot nigga question. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. A brunch boot. Yeah, them niggas with turtlenecks yeah. and blazers on. And yeah. What kind of shoes your nigga had on that time? Who? Oh. <laughs> Chelsea boots. That's Chelsea it, boots. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga ain't never asked me what I bring to the table either. So there's that part. <laughs> because ha- most of the time he would have on an Adidas tracksuit. I like niggas Not to wear tracksuits. I like yeah. like them Nike tech suits. Because them dick prints be dick printing. Yes. Come here, give me some gray sweatpants. I love to buy, like, that's my gift at Christmas time. Let me get you a Nike tech, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. A little essential hoodie and a Nike tech. Some sneakers to match. Child, let's get into the stupid internet news now. All right. <laughs> Nicki Minaj ruined the whole fucking weekend. She ruined it. Okay, What's, so... Is she okay? She's not okay. She's not okay, and she is the hit dog that's been howling all fucking weekend after uh, Meg Thee Stallion dropped her uh, single, Hiss, on Friday at 12 midnight. And um, Meg Thee Stallion also went on The Breakfast Club, you know, via a telephone call, and she said, all hit dogs gonna holler. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but if you feel it's about you, bitches about you. So she dropped a line in the song saying these bitches ain't mad at Megan, ain't mad at Megan's law. That's mm-hmm. all she said. So that was enough for Nicki Minaj to go on a rant, a 72-hour rant. And then also on Sunday, she dropped some Bigfoot disc that she already had in the cut. For Megan Thee Stallion. So that also indicates that bitch, you did have smoke with that girl. How you already got a diss track ready? Because she was playing the shit on the live she was on for 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. First of all, Megan's Law. So I had to go do some research on that because the father of the child, uh, a young child, a uh, 10 year old baby mm-hmm. named Megan, had been murdered by her neighbor mm-hmm. who was a sex offender. And this is before sex offenders were required. So to now live. they got to. Mm-hmm. And that's how the law became. So he's offended by the song or, you know, him using her daughter. But I feel like, you know, it brings more awareness to the law, you know, instead of him being upset, you know, that's just bringing more, you know, people to know what that law is exactly. Now, um, his, I don't like the name because, I mean, are you a snake? I think I, like I think snakes get a bad rep. If you look up the actual, uh, um, I guess, a esoteric meaning of a snake, is not a negative thing. So I don't know. I don't think snakes are are bad omens. So I don't look at it that way. Mm, I don't like snakes. I don't. Li- I've never liked snakes. It's always been like a negative, you know, 
energy when it comes to snakes, serpents, and things like that. But I mean, okay, I get it. Hiss, it means like she's, you know, that's what a snake does when they're going to attack, right? So, okay, I get it. The song was good. I like it. It's good for the gym. But I definitely added this in my gym playlist today. Um, Why are they so mad? Why is this lady so mad? Nicki Minaj is doing what I believe Lil' Kim did to her when she came in the game. It's like, bitch, you got to pay homage because I've been the only bitch here for a long time. Nicki Minaj, you mid-40s at this point. These young girls is kicking the door down to hip-hop. It ain't nothing you could do about it. You could still be the queen or whatever. If that's, you know, the self-proclaimed queen and be the best rapper and drop all the metaphors. But you can't deny Meg, Ta- Meg Stallion's talent. Talent, yeah. Yeah, um, that girl, Monique Slaughter, she's the one. I saw a tweet from her suggesting that the family needs to sue, sue Megan. How are you going to sue her, sue her for a law that, that exists? Yeah, why did y'all let them name that law after your child? Yeah, they'll they'll never win that one. Yeah, that's I don't even think they have a lawsuit. You know, it's just like another thing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another thing. Um But you know what really pissed me off? I, you know, cuz I mean, rap beef ha- has been happening since forever, so that's fine. It's the the lyrics about her dead mom that was just below the belt for me. I felt like it was a lot. I don't know. I would take Nicki Minaj's, um, if I were Megan, I would take Nicki Minaj's uh, suggestion to conjure up my dead mother and sick her on that ass is what the fuck I would be doing right now. Because I saw a video with some little bitches dancing in front of Megan Thee Stallion's mama grave. So this is your hometown people doing this type of nasty shit to you because of some other rapper that they're choosing a side way because people just don't like you from home that's just what it is like they they, they you cool as long as you so kind on their level level but when you get too far for them to touch they want to humble you and bring you back down to their level dance on your mama grave yeah like yeah. just disgusting yeah that's i hope somebody beat their ass yeah that. that girl is under a spiritual attack man i don't know yeah. what the hell who the hell meg the stallion i'm pissed off on the other side of this thing but she has been having all type of issues since she came in the game. And that's when you know you a whole threat. She when said, you... I ain't playing with y'all pussy, so why y'all coming for me? That's <laughs> <laughs> that favorite bar. <laughs> yeah, people wild, man. Yeah. I don't like how they doing Megan Thee Stallion. And, you know, for Nicki, to be, Nicki Minaj to be a woman, um, I'm still with Meg Thee Stallion on that Tory Lane shit. Okay, no, she didn't. he didn't put a bullet in her foot, but it's proven that she had bullet fragments in her foot. The the whole thing is, why are you shooting at a woman? Whether or not she got directly hit or not, at, w- at what point is this okay? So Nicki Minaj, you know, based on your track record and your family, people can draw a lot of conclusions about who you are because you are surrounded by some shady ass motherfucking people. Honestly, yeah. if you can get mad at a one little hit a quit a line, two word shit that Megan Stallion said, you might need to do some reflection. You can do some reflecting, excuse me. Now, um, I went I went and uh, looked up the what he got in trouble for, uh, her husband, Nicki Minaj, and he was, they were 16-year-olds. Yeah, he, he was 15 and 16 at the time. Like, it's not like yeah. he was a 40-year-old man dealing with a young girl. So when right. people, people talk about him, they're acting like this shit happened yesterday and he was 40 and the girl was 15. They were both children. Kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were both kids. And he served his time. And I'm not saying that he did or didn't do this thing because 
listen, right? We all been young in school. Should be happening. People be doing stuff, and people regret stuff sometimes. I'm not saying that's what it was. It could very well be that because that's right. what he's suggested, right? Over time, right? That's what I was looking at. I was like, damn, I thought he just did something to no. a child. This happened 30 years ago. He was, he was a, kid a kid himself. Yeah, he so was a kid. He's definitely being unfairly persecuted as like a adult child molester when mm-hmm. he was just a kid himself. But um, this is a lesson for y'all. If y'all got teenage kids or kids that tell them that the things they, the decisions that they make very young can still dictate how their life goes as an adult. So they have to start making wise decisions right now. Absolutely. Because the court of public opinion will fry your ass forever for something you did when you was 15 years old. Right. And so Nikki is defending her husband because this is a 30-year-old case, but your brother just got sentenced within the last five years for getting a 14-year-old pregnant. So regardless of what, the hit dog is hollering because it's the truth. Next case. (laughs) Right. All right, so there's a woman going viral on social media and Twitter, and this t- this story is a new one. Tam, you actually sent this to me earlier today. So her name is um, Gail Lewis. Gail Lewis. Yeah. So when I saw the picture, I'm like, wait a minute, bitch, is that my van- landlord from Georgia? <laughs> her name was Gail, so I had to like go, but no, that's not her. Anyway, so Gail has been married for 25 plus years to a man. And apparently during the pandemic, she found that found out that he was cheating. Um, the the recent video you see her pulling up on this guy at the airport, him and the girl, everybody looking confused because they've now been separated for two years. Mm-hmm. So this is still this girl's old man. <laughs> and there's Gail and, the, and her husband are still going through a divorce. So Gail w- went through story time on TikTok, child, and I hit Instagram. Telling a story. It's gone viral. Yes, right. Sure. Telling a story. So people are now suggesting that she is trying to get on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And this is why this is happening. I don't know how true it is. She does have a video with Candy Burgess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Now, TikTok done started diving into this bitch's life and basically saying, bitch, you, you keep him how you get him. Because apparently he was married to a woman 30 years ago at this point, mm-hmm. right? When he was introduced to her. So she's saying he started out by lying, saying that he was getting a divorce, which is why she even started dating him. Entertained him. Yeah, but she said a nigga was was fat and she wasn't wasn't really attracted to him, but he was nice, right? Nice meaning he'd probably be breaking bread because he breaking bread. He took good care of her. Yeah, Yeah. he took good care of her. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I would have. I would have looked the other way, baby. I would have looked the other way and got me a 38-year-old because he's 60-something. She looked like she's in her, you know, she's an older lady. I would have finally got me a little 35 to 38-year-old and been on trips with my nigga money, taking my young nigga on trips. Like, yeah, you two can play that game. And you know what pisses me off? Like, I'm reading through the comments on Instagram and, like, men, like, oh, women get cheap. This is the random shit men like to say, right? And this is why I'm always like, men leave the relationship. Women just do the paperwork, mm-hmm. right? So men really feel like, oh, you left. No matter what caused you to leave, you're the one that filed for divorce. You're the one that ultimately ended this relationship. But you've been left the relationship. He had been in a relationship with this younger woman for, for years, years when she found out. Mm-hmm. And I then she was like, he ass. was kind of relieved about it. 
He was basically yeah. she just saw her name up and down. Lying. Yeah, I can imagine like living a whole double fucking life. That shit gotta be exhausting. This nigga gotta be a Scorpio, because when I tell y'all Scorpios have a high capacity for bullshit, like they will carry on two full fledged relationships like it ain't shit, bitch. Everybody, Pisces, <laughs> Pisces too. I had a Pisces mm-hmm. try to put me in the thruple, and that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> A thruple trying to move me in and all type of shit. I'm like, nah, nigga, if you on that type of time, you got to pay for me to live someplace else. I am not trying to be in the house with your bitch. I don't like women. And even if I did, what make you think I'm a like, yo, bitch? Right. There's that part. Mm-hmm. So, she better than me. She wanted a divorce. She was all hurt. I would have definitely had me a new nigga. Right. The same flight, the same flight you took to Paris, I would have been on the same flight on the same time, just a different day with somebody else. So the side chick, her name is Sabrina Hutton. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's still with this guy. And um, the video that's going viral, them at the airport again, is because they've been separated. So, like, bitch, why are you running up on us now? I'm about to turn this into a check, nigga. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> exactly. But that's, that's the scary part, though, like, because, you know, when you're getting older as a woman and there's these younger women out here mm-hmm. and your man wants to, because she looked like her, kind of. She looks like a younger she version of her. resemble her. Mm-hmm. So it's like he trade you in for the newer bottle. That's real cheating. When a man go get a woman that resembles you, like, that's really cheating. I need you to go get a different looking bitch. Like, you have a type. I'm the prototype. Right. <laughs> And you like cheating with people who resemble me? Like that's some real life cheating. You it's like get getting here. a car and you driving the 2016, and now you want a 2023, a 24. And you know it's so sad because women automatically start, you know, questioning themselves. And it's ne- yeah. it never have it never has anything to do with the woman. This is a choice this man is making to cheat. Like it was his choice, and he yeah. did it for a very long time without you finding out about it. And he was still like, I love you, baby. I miss you. You couldn't go on this trip. And I would have been like, I love you, baby, too. I'm off like land at seven. So I'll see you <laughs> when I get home. I hate you couldn't go on my trip with me. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm definitely be, a one-upper. <laughs> I'd be fucking some 35-year-old fitness trainer. <laughs> Look, that's why y'all get these niggas something to deal with. Ain't no way I'm going to be the only one crying. Broken yeah. hearts was made for two, bitch. <laughs> when you cry, I cry, we cry together. That's what Lomo said. <laughs> you saw he's a nice looking man now. So obviously, mm-hmm. like she was taking good care of him. She was like, I earned everything I have. I was wiping his ass when he was sick. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, he might have been sick probably during COVID and shit. shit. When he got better, he went and took his bitch to Paris. Right. As <laughs> soon as I get better, baby, we going away. <laughs> I laughing. Sorry, uh, Gail. Gail Lewis. Yeah, man. Um, Twitter, let me this one last little piece. Cause remember we had an episode just recently about being a girl's girls. And, and if you're a habitual side bitch, you are not a girl's girl. So Sabrina tweeted recently saying, We are black women with the fists. Different shades of black. We build, we don't tear down other black women. We have felt the pain of being torn down, and we have decided that we will be deliberate about building each other. And then I can't even see what else this shit fucking says. But anyway, that's the side bitch twit, t- tweet. I hear mm. that. <laughs> People don't even and, believe what they say. Right. And then fucking that girl, man, <laughs> for years and years and years. 
But can you be like for you? Can, I guess maybe she for all women except for that one, right? <laughs> she all for right, all y'all. black women except Gail. Shame, <laughs> fuck bitches named Gail. That's how she felt, <laughs> y'all. Uh, Rena Center is now renting out Jordan shoes for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents a week. With a buy it now price tag of $525. How do you feel about that, Tam? Renaissance been taking advantage of poor people for 40 years, goddammit. It's so sad because there's a black mom or a black dad who wants to give their kids what the other kids have, and the kids love the Jordan sneakers, and they're going to do it. And they're going to get raped. I mean, you don't never pay a right price for any of that shit at Renner Center, right? You get a couch. Your couch be $7,000 for a love seat after you finish paying it off. So y'all know that when you do like Renner Center, like the buy now, pay later thing, that interest adds up. So you could do the buy now for these sneakers for $525. But if you do the monthly payment of, uh, the weekly payment of $19.99 a week, You'll end up spending $1,000, $1,050 for a pair of Jordans. $1,000. Yes. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And then somebody going to do it because they just want to give their baby some shoes. I don't think nobody on. buying no motherfucking J's from Renaissance Center. I don't even trust I them. promise you. I promise you somebody. Yeah, I don't even know if them Jordans is real. Yeah, that Jordan probably got like a little bubble belly on them. Daddy. <laughs> doing the split in the air jordan didn't do that <laughs> like who is that <laughs> wilding don't do that guys just give him some new, new balance or something shame all right y'all listen when we get back from this break i want to talk about something i had a lot of good conversation this weekend um and i realized there's two type of people in this world there's the the the, the blockers and the non-blockers and I'm a blocker extraordinaire. <laughs> we'll be back after this break. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, so we back. Y'all, I want to talk about the psychology of blocking people. Y'all heard Tammy said she was a a blocking um, extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Our Mm -hmm. producer, Taylor, make fun size T. She said she's uh, the queen of blocking. So people brag about how many people they block and how quick they block. And I feel like it's a power trip. Personally, that's how I feel about blocking people. So after some conversations this weekend, one girl said she got her fucking mama blocked and she done blocked her daddy before. So have you ever blocked your family members, Tammy, in the midst of being a a, a person who specializes in blocking? (laughs) I've never, um, I've never blocked any of my family. Where the hell a bitch came from, bitch? <laughs> That's how you feel when you gotta block somebody. <laughs> Typically, I'm in bitch mode when I'm blocking somebody. Like, bitch, bitch, <laughs> hit that block, bitch, so motherfucker hard, pussy asshole. But uh, <laughs> I never blocked any of my family members, no matter how mad I've gotten at them, or I never even block women. It just be niggas that get blocked. Honestly, I can't think of one woman I've ever blocked. I've um just men get blocked in my on my side. 
I would block a, a, a nigga. It'll be bubbles coming across the screen, which mean they typing block, right. bitch. You'll never send that message to me, ho. So I'll block them like that. But uh, that's it. Yeah, I've never blocked like I would never block my family member because I mean, I would feel horrible if something were to happen and they couldn't reach out to me. Right. So mm-hmm. I would never block family niggas. I have definitely, definitely blocked men. Um, my ex in particular, I had to, I had to wait for that nigga to message me from his 180,000 Instagram pages so that I can block every single one of them. <laughs> and still so to this day, I feel like somebody messaging me and I, I feel like it's him. My intuition says it's him fucking with me still on the internet. I don't know. I might be tripping. I might just be shell shocked a little bit, but some people are deserving of being blocked. I feel like if you're in a relationship though with somebody and um you don't you don't plan on breaking up with that person, I don't think it's okay to block. I feel like it's abusive to block your significant other if you plan on unblocking them. Yeah. It is. It is abusive if you just blocking them so they can't communicate with you and then un- unblocking when you're ready to communicate is foul. Yeah, that's fucked up. So I feel I, like that's when it becomes like a power trip. You know what I'm saying? I have, I have, I ain't gonna even front though. I have blocked a nigga and then unblocked him so I can say, and another thing, motherfucker. And then I send <laughs> what I'm saying and then block him again. Now I've definitely blocked somebody in the midst of them responding. That's my favorite. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. especially random weirdos on the internet. Like if they be done send some whack shit i'm gonna send some shit back and you can see when they're responding mm-hmm. and you just hit block while they're responding i, I yes, like that i love that i, I block that. strangers all day long but people i love even if we trying to work through some shit i don't really want to block you i know sometimes women like Mm-mm. we want to see that he trying to get in contact with us right if i block you yeah the only way you're gonna get in contact with me is via cash app okay mm-hmm. zell paypal you can send your message in the subject title. <laughs> right. And I don't take no motherfucking dollars neither. I done unblocked the nigga after he came in bed for me to unblock him. Come on, unblock me. Unblock me, man. I'll, I've taken them off the block list. But eventually they end up right back the fuck there. How would you feel if you unblock somebody only to find out that they have you now blocked? <laughs> What? Like, I'm, I'm confused because you block them because yeah, nobody blocks you, right? That's why you're confused. You've never been blocked no, before. I've never been blocked. Are me? you above block no. reproach? <laughs> I, you know, I have been blocked by one person that I know. I'm not sure about, you know, who else. It might be some other people, but guess what? I didn't know because I didn't want to talk to your motherfucking ass anyway, you know? That part. That okay. Part. I got one bitch. But, matter of fact, I got one person that got me blocked, which is an ex-best friend of mine, which I don't know why you got me blocked. I'm not even checking for your life. I didn't realize she had me blocked till maybe two years after we stopped speaking. Somebody sent me a link to her page and without really explaining what it was. And I clicked on the link and I'm like, what is this? Because I guess I'm blocked from whatever it is that you're sending me because I can't see the person's page. But apparently it was her fucking crusty ass girl. Hey. <laughs> And I was, uh, I've, I've, I have been blocked by men's girlfriends. So, do you have any guys that you're blocked, but he isn't the one who actually d- did it? It's like whoever the girlfriend is, some random person. 
I had a no. white lady block me about a nigga one time. I met, <laughs> I met this nigga at the, at the uh, NTB, National Tire and Battery. I was getting an oil change. And we just was Instagram friends, like instantly, like just chatting on Instagram every day for about a year. And uh, I had said something to him about having that white girlfriend. When, like all of a sudden now he got a girlfriend, right? And it's a white girl. His baby mama was a white girl too. So I knew he was into white women. So I was just fucking with him about now having another white girl. I'm like, damn, you done left the other white girl. You had a baby. You had a baby with this white girl. And you left her for this older white lady. So apparently the bitch saw the messages. The wife saw the messages. And I didn't realize who the fuck it was. Not wife, but the now new girlfriend. I didn't realize who her man was. because She messaged me from her page. I didn't realize who the fuck she was talking about. But then I tried to go like message him like, hey, your bitch messaging me on Instagram and I was blocked. <laughs> so I've definitely gotten blocked wow. from people from the woman. Mm. Or she made that nigga block you. That part. So then, yeah, yeah, I got blocked. But I wasn't trying to get him or nothing like that. Yeah. I don't think I, I can't think of a time where I got blocked. Except for, oh, that one girl. Um, my we were friends for a long time, and we got into it, and I threatened her. <laughs> I told you that story. I ain't gonna tell the world. The that. listeners ain't heard it. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Just summarize it. <laughs> okay, so my friend, she was my friend, and how long she was got, she your friend? We we started. We became friends in the first grade. We're adults by this time, right? She's living in Atlanta. I came to spend the weekend because I was moving to Atlanta and I was like going on like interviews for jobs. And before I came, she was letting me know that her money was fucked up. So she wasn't going to be able to do anything. And at that time I was dealing with somebody who had a lot of money. So I was like, my money, your money. No worries. We're going to do all the things. Bought her clothes, got her some bundles, did her hair, like bought us food like I really uh you know I'm showing love I'm staying at her house it's all good we friends she had some dude coming over to she had money for weed so she had bought her some weed and I'm not smoking because I'm obviously trying to get employed so I'm not partaking and she comes in the room and asks me can I buy her some uh, cigars and I and this dude was on the way to come smoke with her and I was like well why don't you ask old buddy to get it he on the way here then she's like i don't want to ask him for nothing what is but that you want to ask me you want right. to ask me i done did all this shit i done spent a lot on you at this point so old buddy comes over and i go out in the kitchen and she says something like damn i ain't got no guards i was like oh can you stop and grab some can you go run and grab some guards and she was he was like yeah and left and then she got so mad at me that I did that she was like I told you I didn't want to ask him for nothing I was like I you didn't ask him I did I (laughs) (laughs) I asked him (laughs) for you bitch (laughs) so then they smoked they did whatever they did I was like in another room and then it was like 11 o'clock at night she comes to the room and is like I'm about to leave so what you about to do like basically I got to get out of her house. Yo. And it was pouring rain. And I live three hours away. So, I, like, we got into a screaming match. I left her house or whatever. But I told her all the money that I spent on her this weekend, I'm going to need it back in full. I was going to beat her ass. And she blocked you. She sent me a, a, a cashier's check for, like, 
six hundred dollars or something like that, and then block me. Well, that's fair, bitch. Run me my money first, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair. I guess it's a uh, fair blocking. But girl, she should be embarrassed. Like, how you letting this man have access to your pussy? You can't get a ninety nine cent pack of blunts from him. Right. And then why you, you supplying the weed and coochie and probably the condoms too? Or maybe you letting some nigga fuck you raw that you can't ask for a pack of blunts. And I fed you. I'm the one who fed you that night. I'm the one who like I did all these things and you're gonna put me out in the rain because I asked a nigga for a cigar? For you. I ain't even smoke with y'all. You know, like bruh. Girl, fuck you. Yeah. It's still fuck you to this day too. <laughs> Like that's how I feel about anybody who I used to be friends with. It's fuck you, fuck y'all people, man. Just goddamn weirdos. Get the, my home girl who got one. Well, my ex home girl who got me blocked. It's just so weird. Like nobody's checking for your life, ma'am. Mind you, my page is open because I don't got nothing to hide. Like I want you to see me. There's that part, and I and knowing her mentally, like her mental, I know she's looking. <laughs> I'm not going to mm-hmm. block you. For, you got me blocked all while you probably lurking on my shit. Right. Weirdo. Anyway, there has to be like some type of psychology behind block. Cause I actually found an article um, on psychmechanics.com. It's the psychology of blocking and unblocking. It says human are a social species. Among the most profound human needs are the need to belong and feel included. This is like blocking people on social media. Um, I feel like strangers should get blocked if you harassing me. Like, that's the only repercussion we kind of got. It's just to block mm-hmm. your ass, cuss you out and block you. Um, it says blocking someone on your phone is a modern form of social exclusion. It's a way of communicating to the blocked person. I don't want you in my life. I don't want anything to do with you. Getting blocked by someone you care about can be very hurtful and humiliating. It can make the one depressed it can make the one, maybe it meant someone, it can make someone feel depressed and lose their self-worth. Social exclusion is painful. Why would you want to block someone? The answer is simple. They're causing you pain. So in a relationship, if you're not planning on leaving that person immediately, it's not okay to just be blocking and unblocking them. You know what I'm saying? Because if you block me, I'm not talking to you no more. I'm not waiting for you to unblock me. So I can finish where we left off. You're not yeah, gonna be able you. to reach me no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fuck you, and that's what I would expect. If I block you, it should be fuck me. After that, yeah. go, go yeah. away, mm-hmm. get. <laughs> Period. Um, so they're inflicting harm on you, so you want them out of your life. It's a it's perfectly valid self protective measure. Measure. Everyone should be able to choose the people they want in their lives. But again, like I said, it becomes abusive when you blocking and then unblocking people. Unblocking. Yeah. Um, all people in your life can be categorized into two categories, blocked and unblocked. <laughs> <laughs> people you've blocked, you've blocked for a reason. They've caused you inconvenience and pain. Uh, the people you've not blocked, you've chosen to keep in your life. They add value to your life. Like many things in life, things aren't always black and white. There's gray areas. So somebody blocking you just to, cause they think that they are more special for some reason. Weirdo, weirdo behaviors. I guess that's the gray area possibly. Um, 
When you're unsure whether or not to keep a person in your life, you may keep blocking and unblocking them. Your confused actions are a reflection of your confused mind. Now, a variety of situations can lead to this type of indecision. Let's go over some of them. Blocking and unblocking an acquaintance slash friend. You know someone you've added to your contact list. You've talked to a couple or maybe a few times. Maybe your friends, but not that close, but you're still unsure whether or not to deepen your relationship with this person. The situation may lead to you, excuse me, the situation may lead you to block and unblock them. So recently I had a conversation with my homegirl on Sunday <clears throat> because she said, this guy, she she's known him, right? But they just recently ran into each other again. Mm-hmm. And she said she blocked him because she hasn't been on a date with this guy yet, even when she knew him from before. Like, you know how somebody mm-hmm. try to holler at you, y'all chat it up a little bit, and then y'all kind of lose contact. So this is now them reconnecting. She saw him at an event. At an event. So she said she um was she went out to dinner with a homeboy. And it's actually this this person is actually a mutual friend of ours too, just a, her our friend, right? So she was out to dinner with him. So the guy then texts her and was like, hey, what you got going on? Like, you out and about? And she was like, yeah, I'm out to dinner with a friend. So he then texted her and said, oh, you on a date? So she texts back, no, LOL. I am out with a man, but it's my friend. We're at dinner. So the guy then says, oh, okay, you on a date? So she said she kind of stopped responding after that. But he continues to, like, badger her about whether or not this a uh, male acquaintance is a date or not. This is somebody who had never taken her out on a date. Why are you overly concerned? Right. So, well, and then this is a conversation via text. Exactly. So she just blocked him. She had the conversation with another friend and her other friend didn't understand why she blocked him. That is toxic behavior. And if somebody is doing that to you in the beginning of a relationship, it's going to end the way it started. Right. Absolutely. That person Absolutely. has control issues because Super here you like, who are you? Yeah. Like as soon as I give you my number, this pussy on reserve. <laughs> like, That's and if insane. I were on a date, how could you, what, what could you do? Like this ain't a date, but tomorrow there, I do have a date. The fuck? <laughs> right. So she blocked him. I feel like yeah. that is very appropriate. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not about to go back and forth with you via text message. Like we don't have nothing going on yet. Like I don't need real rapport for you. Nothing acting the way you do. Yeah. Red flag. He's a maniac. Big red flag. Let's see your partner blocking in it. Blocking in a romantic relationship is usually done by partners with an avoidant attachment style. Um, in the past, I wouldn't say I have avoidant attachment styles because I do like to address shit head on even more so now more than ever. But if I feel like I've said enough and you still want to go on and on and on and on and on about this thing and it's causing me mental anguish, I just might block your ass. I just might block you until I'm in a better headspace because... You're violating my boundaries at this point because you won't allow me time to regroup. Right. You're trying to force me, force a response or force more conversation out of me that just isn't there. I just don't have the capacity for it right now. So, yeah, I'm going to have to block you. Now, I didn't block the nigga that I knew that if I kept allowing him access to me, he was still going to get my pussy. Like, I had to, like, block him, like... (laughs) 
as soon as you hear his like, voice. He was just, yeah, it's like I had like soul ties and connections to him that just was like irrefutable. And I just like, I got to block this nigga because I'm never going to leave him alone if I don't. I definitely had to block people like that. He probably wasn't calling you. He was he was calling your coochie. That's what that was about. The coochie right. blocked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the coochie um, was like, no, let him stay. But I had to block him. <laughs> I had to block him. Get. You bad for me and my coochie. <laughs> it says when a relationship gets too close for them, they use blocking as a deactivating strategy to meet their space needs. However, not all avoidance do that. Some understand that blocking is an extreme step. A friend once complained that her boyfriend blocked her when he was at work and then unblocked her when he had to talk to her. I told her blocking mm-hmm. is an extreme step. Yeah, you what? You will be single by the time you clock out, bitch. <laughs> right. Pardon me? Um, Blocking me at, you know what? I don't like when a motherfucker have do not disturb on. That's like a form of blocking in my head. I will call back. You know, when it says, you know, the second time it go through, I'm calling well, I, twice, bitch. Who you playing with? Well, I have mine set up that way. So then, you know, because you can keep it to where nobody's calls can come in. But I do have a set to where if somebody calls more than once, it'll allow the call to come through. Listen, I'm assuming I'm it might be twice important. every time. <laughs> I'm gonna call twice every time. I, I know care. people put their phone on do not disturb. My shit go on at 9:25 p.m. and I be trying to stick to it. Too. My sister, I was like, "What if it's an emergency?" She's like, "Call 911." Right, I can't do nothing for you, no way. Especially if we ain't in the same vicinity. I'm not in the same area. What can I do for you? I don't um, know, but something. <laughs> that's control okay so let's go to ego it says more reasons ego blocking someone makes you feel powerful and boost your ego you feel like a king who exiled a meek subject from his kingdom people obsessed with power and control may more likely block others when a relationship starts to go south blocking someone before they block you is a way to get the upper hand on the other person i'll exclude them before they exclude me that's what I feel about blocking for real. It is an ego trip. I'll so do to, that because to be the self-proclaimed queen of blocking is weirdo behavior to me, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely one up you by blocking you while you typing. <laughs> I will. <laughs> what was said? What was said? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But you only to people who shit. need it. I know that's toxic as fuck, but only if it's deserving. I don't be blocking with somebody pouring out their heart and I'm like, that's it. I, I don't want to hear anymore. So this other article actually says power trip is the psychological blocking of someone about your ego. And I agree. It says delete and block. That's the first piece of advice given when you need to move on. But what is the psychology of blocking someone? What does it achieve? All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue.
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. How, how long is your block list right now? I just got one person as on my As long as I am tall. <laughs> my shit is as long as I am tall. It's people, I don't even know who the fuck number it is on that list. It's so many numbers on that list. Like, I don't even know who this is, but whoever it is, good riddance, motherfucker. Y'all, Tammy will give a nigga her know. number and block it immediately. That is so fucking weird. Like, why you even give him the number? You don't want no problems? 
Because sometimes niggas be scary. Yeah, like if I give you a nigga, a, a man my number and I don't want to talk to him, it's because I'm intimidated. And I'm like, okay, this nigga, he, he could hit me. I feel like he's violent. Let me just go ahead and, you know, oblige, give him the number. And then when I walk away, block. <laughs> Some of these niggas be scary. Yeah, but he still got the number. Like he could still reach out to you if he was persistent enough. He could still figure out how to ring that phone. So I just rather not give you my number at how- all. Yeah, I don't be wanting to go back and forth sometimes with the scary ones. Right. And then I used to give them fake number, but then they'll call or dial you right then. It's like, oh shit. Exactly. That's the way. How do men not think that that type of shit is weird? Yes. It's crazy. One of my like, friends. Why y'all think that's normal? Fourth of July, we was in the grocery store and this guy tried to get her number. And she was kind of rude to him. I will say, like, she wasn't the nicest on how she let him down. She was like, look at you and look at me. That's what she told that nigga. And he punched her in the face and broke her nose right there in the Harris Teeter. Yes. Did y'all call the police? Yeah. Did he get arrested or he left left the site? He he left out the store, yeah. He got away. What did he look like for her to say that? Nothing. (laughs) He went together. He was not together. And the she's thing a, is, is she's that... a really pretty girl, but it don't it's not okay to be nasty and rude to people, but that didn't warrant a broken nose though. And ever since then I was like, I'm just gonna be nice. Yeah, man, because the male ego is very fragile. The thing is, is that you have to know your hollow level. Why did you think you can roll on me? You saw me. You see me. And you That's see what you saw said. her saying that to him. Put shit into perspective so much so he ain't have shit to say that bitch. That nigga was like, it's OJT on the job training for this bitch right now in the middle mm-hmm. of Harris Teeter. That's terrible. In the terrible. middle of the grocery store on 4th of July. Yeah, I would have ran yeah. to the car and I probably would be in prison right now. For killing that nigga. Yes. You're not about to hit me for but no you be reason. Like, she was in so much shock. I mean, blood pouring from her face. She's like, <gasps> you know, like, I just got hit. Like, for real. You obviously abuse women also. You out here trying to find new victims. And she saw him for exactly who he was. Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously. Exactly. Because why Mm. you behaving? Trash. He was was trash. So she, I mean, regardless of why, I feel like she had to take a punch for it. But I don't know. Maybe to save another woman's life. I don't know. Somehow. Mm-hmm. What you did? You ain't try to jump on him? I was yeah. stuck. Everybody was like, <laughs> and now I'm just trying to help her. I would have fucked around, got hit with my friend, man, because I'm trying to hit he him. I'm gone. trying, I'm trying to do something to him. I'm trying he to do something out of to him. There. He punched her and got up out of there, and both of us was just standing there looking at her like, "What the fuck just happened? It just happened too fast." Mm. All right, so this article says the block the block action is extremely powerful. It doesn't give anyone an explanation. It leaves unresolved business. And what if you happen to see them on the streets afterward? Awkward, right? So yeah, when I don't feel like, I guess not for me, but I feel like that's another reason why people block. Um, They don't want to explain themselves. They don't want to have to 
even fix what the actual issue is. They just block so they don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So if it's a, it's also a form of escapism as well. Because, I mean, you can't deal with confrontation at all. Like I said earlier, like I'll, I'll have the conversations. But once I feel like I've talked enough, and, I, you know, a lot of times men will act like they don't understand what the fuck you're saying. You know, you feel like you're going crazy because you've been talking in circles, saying the shit, same shit over and over again, and he acting like, what? <laughs> like... What you mean? Or focusing on one small part of what you're saying. Block. Block. <laughs> um, okay, and it says it's blocking about ego. The whole blocking thing is a power trip all about ego. Surely there's a better way to handle personal issues than simply blocking them from, a cyber, from your cyber life and expecting that to be it. Now, there is one situation for which blocking is perfect. If someone is harassing you, causing you pain and upset, or leave you or they won't leave you alone in that case go ahead and block all you like the psychology of blocking in this case gives you the power back it allows you a sense of relief and peace of mind and stops your days from being ruined as a result of messages and unwanted posts on social media feeds so this is regards to social media see do you have like stalkers i can say that word (laughs) stalkers on social media uh, who people judges? I try to be. I have a few people block who will send some really weird shit. So no, I don't think I have any right now, and I try to not create any. Sometimes it's impossible because yeah. a lot of people be they be they create shit about you in their own, in, their, in their minds, and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Bruh, bruh, I got about three different niggas. That be in my DM saying crazy shit. And I be like, I be back and forth about should I block them or should I be able to watch where these motherfuckers at? Right. You know? I be back and forth about which one I should be. Cause niggas literally be in there talking to themselves. Listen, if if you messaging somebody and they ain't never said nothing back and you continue to have conversation, you might need to seek mental care. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. why are you continuing to talk to yourself in somebody's DMs? That's wild. And even in real life, I occasionally run into those type of people. I'll say it happens to me like once every two years. You fuck around, give your phone number to a dude, and it's like he's calling you back before you can call him back. Like, y'all have had a conversation. You say, hey, let me hit you back. And they're calling you back call- within 30 minutes or so before you can even call them black- back. Red flag. That type of shit, mm-hmm. or texting you day after day after day after day after day when you're not responding to them, and they continue right. to text every single day, talking to themselves in your DMs or via text. I meet people like that, and that is a mental health health issues. I don't know exactly what it's called, cycle, whatever it is, but yeah, that's Bruh. a problem. It says yes, you might feel a sense of relief if they've been a real nuisance in your life, and. Other means haven't worked, but overall, it's a dead end, a cutoff point. It makes you feel like you found the ultimate solution. The problem is you haven't really, have you? Let's assume this person is local to you. The chances of you bumping into one another at some stage are pretty high. What will you say to them if you do? Will you say anything at all? No, if I blocked you, I'm not saying nothing to you if I see you in public. Like, that's so weird. Right. I'm like, you you never existed. Yeah, like, now you're just some nigga that I used to know. That's why I blocked you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't even. I'm sorry to who is this man? I'm sorry to this man, Kiki Palmer voice. I don't even know who you are, sir. The real reason I've never I seen don't this man a day people, in my life. I be wanting people to know I'm ignoring them. See, when you block somebody and they hitting you up, you don't know if they're hitting you up or not, and they don't know whether or not you're getting the messages. But if you're not getting like a little bounce back, you know you're not blocked, and you know I'm seeing your messages, so you know that I'm consciously ignoring your monkey ass that's that that feeds my ego knowing that you know that i don't fuck with you <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna block you see that's definitely that's definitely <laughs> huge ego i want you to eliminate i don't even want to see any you know inkling of your existence anymore <laughs> bye-bye <Shame>. bye-bye <laughs> block master i don't like blocking don't block me bitch i'm coming to your motherfucking house I don't bl- I don't block women. I've never, I never felt the need to block a woman. Me, I think men, yeah. women just have a little bit more so. emotional intelligence. We we be having to block men because they really be losing it. I'm pretty sure some men mm-hmm. who we we don't know women how men know them, so I wouldn't have a reason to block a woman. I'm not interested in women in that way. Taylor says blocking is energy protection, so. And I concur. I guess. Every time. I got to protect my energy from these energy cipherers. Yeah. Mm. Yet. Oh, so one last piece of this conversation. This is the difference between ghosting and blocking. It's worth mentioning that ghosting and blocking are two different things. When you ghost someone, you might still be friends with them and they can get, they can pop probably still see the activity on your feeds, but you cut off contact with them by simply not speaking. You become a virtual ghost. (laughs) In our opinion, ghosting is worse than blocking. It's like leaving a carrot dangling in the air. You're giving them something, but not going the whole way. So maybe I'm a ghoster. You're also literally ignoring messages. And that is literally the worst. Being ghosted makes you furious. It's the epitome of rudeness. <laughs> of course, blocking is literally ending all contact and visibility of any activity you post online, the lot. You're invisible to them, at least in online world. The difference is that the difference in, excuse me, the difference is that the psychology of blocking someone is a literal full stop. So maybe I need to block completely then. Mm-hmm. So motherfuckers don't get shit twisted. Right. I just you be wanting you. them to know you see. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you at anymore. I don't want to see you. I just want you to know I'm anymore. cool, man. Like, just go away. Why why are you forcing me to have to take an extra action? If I'm already not fucking with you, like, why can't you take that as a hint? Some people can't take the hint. So you got to go ahead and hint their ass to the block list. <laughs> it'd be I, I, I block so many people it'd be a motherfucker i'd be trying to call i'd be like oh why can't oh i got the nigga block <laughs> you see abuse Y'all well, i ain't heard from abusive. him in a long time oh wait he blocked <laughs> look taylor talk about me too y'all abusive y'all abusive yep. that's ego shit now why are you well, trying to reach out to somebody who you blocked Whatever I did, whatever I was mad about, I guess I'm over it at this point. Or I done, or I done forgot some shit I was mad about that got a nigga blocked. So you'll call like, what? Why I block you? What happened last time? Like, what? 
What, what you did? Why we ain't speaking a long time? <laughs> and then if I'm reminded, I'd be like, oh, that's right. Block that bitch again. Uh, I had a, uh, one of my homeboys said a girl hit him up like, what's up? Why you don't be hitting me up? And he was like, bitch, you blocked me. Like she was checking <laughs> with him on social media, but he was blocked on the phone. Right. That's me. That's me. And then re-blocked the nigga once he wasn't saying what she wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all got to do better, man. Anyway, are y'all blockers? I want to hear from the listeners. Do y'all just be blocking people? That's that's y'all yes. go to. Yep, real quick, bitch. Bye. I will. Yeah, I'm gonna work on not just blocking people when I'm mad. Like it got to be worth it because I have I'll block and unblock when I'm over it. But just men. Sorry to you, fellas. Um, God ain't through with me yet. I would suggest if you have a little bit of care about the person that you're blocking, you would try communication first. Try that first. And if you, there's no resolution, there's no resolve. If you block them, do not unblock them. That should be a permanent decision when you block somebody. It should not be used as a timeout for adult people. Shit me. Y'all childish. <laughs> y'all fucking childish. Say y'all don't value relationships. You need I value a break, relationships. sir. Yeah, you need a break. Yeah, I'm not I'm doing give you that. A break. I'm not doing that if I'm so fuck with you. If I'm gonna be thinking about your ass later on, like I'm not doing it. I don't know if I'm gonna be anyway, thinking about your ass later on. I don't In know, that moment, you, you on. dead. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is people, if you're struggling, is there, is there anybody out there struggling with being blocked? Is is being blocked by somebody you like, love, a family member, is it fucking with your mental health? Because th- this person has now blocked you out of their social circle. They've blocked you from their lives. No, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners. Does anybody feel some type of way out there about having been blocked? Oh, yeah. Let like- us know what celebrities got y'all blocked. I got right. people. I got a few people blocked on We Talk Back, bitch. <laughs> Cause you done said some shit. <laughs> it was maybe an episode when we was on somebody else's show. Anyway, it was a clip that we put up, and the, the men was just going ham. Um, I think the dating one, dating while not having money. We were on Taylor show. Matter of fact, Empty Thoughts. We was on Empty Thoughts, mm-hmm. and niggas was mad about the conversation. And listen, I'm not arguing with y'all, combative ass bitches, nigga bitches. I'm blocking your ass. I'm blocking you. Yeah. I will That's argue it. with you. <laughs> when I'm bored. On Fridays. Fridays, I argue with you. So if y'all, any, mm-hmm. anybody want to fucking argue, hit me up on Fridays. I got a little bit more time <laughs> on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga asked me last week because he commented on some shit. Like, I just comment on something and why I got to get into arguments with men. I'm commenting my single comment. Now, here you are commenting on my comment and starting an argument with me. And well, really not starting it because I didn't have to engage, but I did. And he was like, it's Saturday. You should get out. I said, actually, it's fucking Friday and I got time. Mm-hmm. So if y'all want to argue, hit me up on Fridays between 12 and 5. It just really depends <laughs> on what I got going on. Am I on my period? If I'm on my period, you might get a little fight out of me just because <laughs> it's fun. But <laughs> for the most part, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> Last, last, to to chop all of this up. If it helps your mental health to block somebody, then I guess it's okay. 
I, again, I would suggest trying to communicate if you actually care about this person as opposed to using the block method as a form of timeout abuse. As for me, insomnia long, block these niggas out your life until you feel like fucking with them again, goddamn. <laughs> and I hope when you do try to hit that nigga up that you like, that you're blocked. Why would you hope that for me? See, that's some hater shit to say right there. You guys, if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> please tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Go ahead, Y'all, sir. Block a lot. It's official, Tam Bab on Instagram. Follow me now. Remember to speak now and block these niggas. <laughs> and never hold your block. <laughs> we Talk Back Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.